Okay. Welcome. <laughs> okay, Rabbi Isai, we're going to have uh, two segments here on uh, Parshas Vayishlach. Let me give out the sheets. Um, first, I want to point out something that's very interesting from the beginning of the parasha. And that is... The beginning of the parasha, Yaakov Avinu offers a tefillah to the Rebbein Shalom, and Yaakov Avinu says, Rebbein Shalom, Hatzileni na, miyadachi, miyadesah. Please save me from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau. And Yavi's question is, this is a repetitive term. Hatzileni na, miyad achi, miyad Esav. I mean, his brother is Esav, and Esav is his brother. He could just say, either Hatzileni na, mi Esav, or Hatzileni na, miyachi. And the Chizkuni points out, well, if you would just say, Hatzileni na, miyad achi, maybe it's a different brother. And if you would just say, Hatzileni na, Meyesav. It might be a different Esav. Yeah, other brothers. So therefore, he had to be very precise in his terminology. Hatzileni na, Meyachi. Hatzileni na, Meyesav. He didn't have him with love He didn't have another brother. He didn't have another brother. And I don't know how many other Esavs there were in the world. But says the Zaira HaKadosh, that we see from here, that it comes to teach you. Now when it comes to tefillah, a person has to be very precise in what name he says. So you think, you know, why does it matter? Hashem knows who you're talking about. No. When it comes to tefillah, you need to be absolutely precise. I'll tell you a story that's brought down in the Sefer, Igroi Seifrim. Igroi Seifrim is the biography of Rabbi Kiva Eger, the Chassam Seifer, and Rav Shlema Eger. And, um, and the Ksav Seifer. Uh, actually, the Igre Seifrim has a number, uh, there's a number of letters. You have that letters from a Kivager, from a Chassam Seifer, from a Pshimit Seifer, from a Ksav Seifer, and so forth. And there, in a, one of these letters over here, it brings down a story that somebody once wrote a letter to Rabbi Shlema Eger, the son of Rabbi Kivager, and he said, look, he said, uh, my wife he is very sick, and he says, I want you to do me a favor. Send a letter to your father in Pozna, Rabbi Kiveger, that he should pray for my wife. And if you do that, we promise you, he was a very wealthy man, 200 fur coats for the entire yeshiva. So, um, Rabbi Shalom said he would do so. And um, the matter got put on the back burner. And a few weeks later, the husband said, No, did you ask your father? And he said, you know what? It's not my derech to bother my father for something like this, to, that he should dab in. And, but I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll do it. And finally, what happened was, he sends the name to his father, and he gets back a letter from Rabbi Kivager. And Rabbi Kivager says, Histalalti ba'ad Sarabas Rivka. I prayed for Sarabas Rivka. That wasn't answered. Ula yesh talas b'shemais. Maybe he gave me the wrong name. So I think, what? Here Rabbi Kiva Eger knows that, first of all, he knows whether his feel was answered or not. He says, I know I wasn't answered. It's a pelodic thing, Rabbi Kiva Gadol should know whether his feel was answered or not. And he knows that it's impossible that his feel could not be answered. And therefore the only answer is, you gave me the wrong name. And what happened? Rabbi Shalom Eger went back to check, instead 
of Sarah Bas Rivka, her name was Rivka Basara. He sends the name Rivka Basara. A few days later, he gets a letter back from Rabbi Kivager. His Balalti Bad Rivka Basara Vinanesi. I prayed for Rivka Basara, and I was answered. And Kachava, she completely recovered. So we see from here the importance that when it comes to tefillah, you need to be absolutely precise, exact. You need to be accurate. You'd say Hashem knows, yeah, Hashem knows. But if you ever tried, um, people always say, does it really matter if my tefillin is above the hairline? What if it's a millimeter below the hairline? You know, who cares? Hashem knows my heart is good. It's like saying, you know, I want to listen to 880. I tuned it to 870. You know, the radio station knows I want to listen to them. So does it really matter if I get it exactly right? Yeah. It's wonderful that you want to listen to the radio, but it ain't happening. You're not going to get any reception if you're off. So too is the same thing with a mitzvah, or tefillah, or anything. If you're off by a detail, you're not doing the mitzvah. You may want to do the mitzvah, but the reception is not going to be there. And that's what the Zayar says we learned from the Pasuk, Okay? That's segment number one. Now you could cough.